We are live. Oh my God. On the deadpit.com YouTube page. I'm just trying to figure out like how long it'll be before one of my kids comes in here and starts screaming and running around. Or that stupid cat. Don't you talk about Winston. No, the cat can't get in. Thank God. Did you lock the cat out? Did you kick it outside? I would imagine no, that cat would, yeah, a cat without hair would easily freeze. Yeah, they can't go outside, at least not any time in the fall or whatever the hell this is. So it's actually the uh, first time we've done any sort of show in, in quite a while with me and you. Uh, it's been about a month. Has it been close to a month? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So we figured we'd get on here. We're still uh, in hibernation. The, the COVID-19 epidemic is still, you know, running stronger than ever, brother. You'll never kill COVID mania, dude. <laughs> He's running wild on Easter Kentucky right now. Yeah. So um, we figured we'd get back on here and uh, bullshit with you guys for a little while. And uh, I thought it'd be a good idea to uh, – go through some of the horror news, which I, that's something we haven't done since we started this again. And the funny thing is, and a lot of people don't realize this. I don't know if we've, we've probably mentioned it at one point on the show. Um, when we would get our horror news, it was one particular website that we would go to. Wasn't bloody disgusting. It wasn't dread central. It was kind of low key. But that website is still up and going. So I said, gorezone.net, motherfuckers. We're going to do it old school. <laughs> is that site still up? That site is still up. And it still has the exact same design and everything. I, I was like, yeah. yeah. And they still update it regularly. It's kind of, kind of awesome. Well, if you think about it, that site would be the easiest site in the world to update because it's just a basic text like site. There's not anything going on, really. So, um, we got a question here from uh, Aaron Fry that says, Hey, Daddy, what up? What the fuck? Is it from you? Are you talking oh, to yourself? I must be. One of my. One of my hey, Daddy. Are they talking like Dusty Rose? Hey, Daddy, what up? They're cracking up in there. I told you it'd only be a minute like before something happened. Well, you're a, you're a local, you know, a cracker bottom celebrity, man. Cracker bottoms where it's at. Yeah. So we got a few people here. We're gonna give some shout outs real quick, and then we'll get into some uh, some uh, horror news, and we'll we'll talk about a few things. I mean, there's there's not a whole lot going on right now. Right now, I don't guess so. Joe Bob, Tar Hill, what's up? The originators are back. Alexander Barnes, you damn right. Hey, balls. <laughs> balls. Aaron Fry, what's your favorite scary movie, Daddy? They don't, they don't care about my opinion. They want to know your opinion. They can ask you <laughs> shit anytime. <laughs> That's true, and they already know what all the answers do. This crap is. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm just gonna ban myself from this chat. It's possible, or they could get their own YouTube page or YouTube. I don't know. What are they messages on YouTube? Yeah, I guess it has to be YouTube. Shout out <clears> to uh, Sleepy though. Shout out to Sleepy for having an auction last night where I couldn't afford not a damn thing on there, not a damn thing. I don't know who the hell. Is coming in them auctions now. There's like one or two people, like this Larry DeVasquez guy or something. Every single thing, $100, $150. It just be like. You know, something I was thinking about, though, and, and I might be wrong, but I don't think so. I, I very rarely am. Sleepy, what has happened is, is that some of a bitch? Has hired a couple of people to bid up that shit. That's what's you going on. Now, 
Now, our truth, that's what's up. He wouldn't do that. I'm telling you right now, I don't trust Slippy. There ain't no way some of that bullshit's going for that, you know, that hive in a mound. I don't believe it. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Some of that stuff, he, he, I'm not even joking. He had, like, steals, just like, you know, little uh, camera uh, steals or Negatives. whatever from a bunch of names, yeah. And it was like shit like, uh, and I'm not even joking, this was a title of the movie. I'd never heard of it, but it was amazing. Nice Girls Don't Explode. It was titles of movies and like Shotma and a bunch of stuff I never heard of, and that shit went for like eighty to a hundred dollars for all. Like he had ten different lots of stuff like that, and then it went for like a hundred dollars. I do have a uh, press kit of the Unholy that has the slides with. I wonder how much I get for that. Well, apparently, a, on that fucking auction, you could have got about two hundred, three hundred dollars last night. The stuff well, I might, sold. Uh, we might do some consignment with Sloopy then. So hey, buddy, got unholy. Buddy, there ain't there ain't no way. When Sean Clark came in there, I was like, well, I ain't gonna get shit. Cause like, if he wanted to, he'd just been like like ten thousand dollars. Sean Clark's still selling stuff too, though. I mean, the the scary thing is though, with um, especially Sean Clark, his. Um, livelihood is kind of at stake with this Corona thing, at least for the time being, you know, they're not going to, uh, I find it highly uh, doubtful. They're going to have any sort of horror conventions coming up the remainder of this year. Now the thing that they're doing, Whorehound is doing this too, is virtual con, which is where you pay money and you do like a virtual meet and greet. They sign the stuff however you want it and then mail it to you. I don't know how they do a picture unless you get on like a. You can easily just go on everybody and get it for probably one fourth of the price. Yeah, but that's the wave of the future, apparently, is virtual calls. Yeah. Virtual conventions. It's at least the the way of 2020 because there ain't nothing else that can go on right now. Yeah, you, you just get drunk in your house and then the celebrities get drunk and like get on a Zoom chat, I guess. Aaron Fry, you're getting you're getting angry at yourself. I can't actually see the chat. I guess I could, but I don't know where it's at. <laughs> it's on YouTube. So uh also we want to mention here before we get started that uh, we are archiving these shows audio format. Our good pal Steve is helping us out by formatting them in audio. Uh, that way people can listen to them, uh, not in their car because they can't go anywhere, but like they could listen to them in their, I, their iPod or I, iPhone, something like that. I guess you could go out and sit in your car. Just turn it on if you wanted to. Yeah, so people to listen to audio of it. If we're explaining stuff that we see or whatever, that's because there's a live video show that we're doing right now. You can check out every once in a while. We do it on YouTube and Facebook and all that good stuff. So what have you got for news? I don't even have any earthly idea what would be news at this point. Well, I got one item on here. What was that? It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time before somebody makes like uh, John Octopus versus COVID-19. Yeah. It's too soon for COVID-19 movies, though. I'm sorry. And you know Nicolas Cage is going to star in one of them. Yeah. Um, one one topic that I uh, wanted to bring up is it was the 40th anniversary this past week of Friday the 13th, the original Friday the 13th franchise. Uh, it was the last couple of weeks. I don't know. Was, uh, and Paramount have announced a 40th anniversary Blu-ray steelbook of the first Friday the 13th movie debuting on June the 16th from Paramount Home Entertainment. Uh, This one is featuring the uncut, unrated version of the film and as well access to a digital copy of the movie in case you don't have it already. If you have the box set, you should already have the digital copy because it included all of the movies digitally. 
Um, and really nothing at all new in it. It features uh, digital copy, like we said, plus um, previously released bonus content included commentary interviews with cast and crew and behind the scenes feature ads. And we do have artwork here, but I don't know if it's worth, I don't know if you guys can see that. There you go. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Out pretty good. It is the original poster art, which you and I both have signed by the entire cast. One of my prized possessions. We'd get Kevin Bacon to sign it though. Yeah. That's probably never going to happen. We'll go to the Bacon Brothers concert. He'll play, he'll probably play at the Mac or something. You know, speaking of that movie, we periodically, I'll just be sitting doing something, and I'll have a flashback to uh, when we shit our pants that time we had to do that uh, horror Q&A with the cast of Friday the 13th. Yeah. We were, that was just, we were just thrown in there. Yeah. That was, that was very nerve-wracking. That was I the first we'll show, yeah. Yeah. That was and, like uh, we had 10, 10 minutes or something to prepare for that. And like had no idea what the hell we were doing. That panel was actually shown on the Friday the 13th. Uh, what year was that? Like 2000. And it may have been the one that came out 10 years ago. But they completely edited us completely out of that panel. So you wouldn't have known that we were, we were doing that. As, as well they should have, too. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, like uh, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, and Joe Stratumus seventy five mentions it too. The four K versions of the Friday the Thirteenth movies, to me, they should have that should have been the fortieth anniversary. If they're going to release a steel book, include a Blu Ray, of course, but make it add a little bit of something to it that we do not have. Yeah. Which would be the? Is there anything page. new in that? Nope. God. Uh, all previously released bonus materials. They said, which possibly that that Q and A could be on there as well. I mean, honestly, like unless they're going to do something like that, there's no reason to make any new editions of any of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Really, I mean, they've made many damn editions of those movies that. You should have yeah. one version or another. Well, I mean, like the box set's out of print, so I understand that like, people want those movies, but like I think they already have single releases of the first Friday the Thirteenth movie that's out. I mean, if somebody's, I, don't, I couldn't imagine anybody actually, other than collectors, just wanting every version of it. Um, who would want that? You know, Pizal may get it; he gets everything, but. Uh, yeah, that just seems like it's overkill, though, because that one movie has more versions than any of them, I think. Like, you got the regular version, the unrated version, the version that's in the box sets, and there's, like, uh, plenty. Yeah, um, like I said, I mean, I was, I just can't see the, other than the fact that they want to maybe have a, you got the Steelbook collectors. Now, there's, them motherfuckers are nuts, Okay. I've got you, one of them. If you if you think about it, man, like Screen Factory and um, even Walmart have made a damn fortune on just taking the exact same movie with the exact same features and putting it into like a steel book. And there's tons of people that will buy that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's just the steelbook collectors, and then you've got the Friday the Thirteenth collectors as well. I, I guess there's a market for it, technically, for collect you know the collector market, but uh, unless it's like I can't see it selling that well unless they have it at like Best Buy for eight dollars or something like that, then people will be like, "Oh, cool, it's a steelbook Friday the Thirteenth. Let's get it." So, uh, just scrolling down here, and, and thanks to Gorezone.net for the news. Old school. I just went. I wish it. I wish Metro Pole NYC still screened movies, Uncle Bill. Remember that? <laughs> I do. Uh, let's see. Scream Five. Have you heard anything about this? No. Actress Nev Campbell has confirmed that she's been approached about a fifth Scream film. 
She says, we're having conversations. Uh, the franchise has been handed over to Matthew Bettinelli Alpen, some French guy. <laughs> and uh, Tyler Gillette of the famed Gillette Razor Company. Uh, the deal behind last year's uh, horror comedy, Ready or Not, this will mark the first screen film without the late Wes Craven at the helm. And Campbell said she was initially really apprehensive about that. So she continues to go on and on and on about the previous four uh, screen movies. The fourth one, which I've only seen one time and I'll never see again. Because it's awful. Probably, it's probably a good move. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, Nev Campbell can say whatever she wants, but Nev Campbell is for Nev Campbell. And Nev Campbell wants a paycheck. So I don't give a fuck if it was Carrot Top directing that film. Nev Campbell would be in Scream 5. Of course, yeah. Uh, once, you, once you see Nev Campbell making the rounds at horror conventions, anything that she could possibly do that actually involves real job, or, you know, real work in her field, especially, she's going to do it. So if somebody I mean, wants think to think about it, man. Like, Nev Campbell, what the hell was the last time you saw Nev Campbell in anything other than a Scream movie? They could what happened to Nev uh, Campbell? She could do um, Wild Things 3 in 3D. I mean, what happened to Rebecca Gayhart? What happened to, like, Sarah Michelle oh. Gellar? What happened to any of them people that were in any of them movies? Rebecca Gayhart murdered a kid by drunk driving, and then that ruined her career, I think. I could see that. But Jennifer Love, who, who else do you mention? Jennifer Love Hewitt, they could get her. Uh, I still know what you did 20 summers ago. That'd be the next one. <laughs> I still know what you did in the fall of 2000. It was 20. It, no, technically, it would probably be what? What year did that come out? 96? That movie? 97. So 20, 24 years ago. I know what you did last, uh, you know, the 24th summer ago. Yeah, I mean, Actually, all those screen queens from the 90s, I can't think of any of them really made out there. Yeah, our connection is a little bit shitty at the moment. Are you back? Hello. I don't know whose connections. What? I see. Yeah, okay, you're moving again. All right. Um, let's see. We've got a couple of comments there from Canon Vid says Rebecca wasn't drunk driving. It was just reckless driving. Well, that makes it even worse. So she was. Does it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, because she was, better like on her, she was on her cell phone or something like that and uh, texting somebody and just hit and killed a kid. Who else didn't? Uh, uh, was it Brandy? The singer Brandy? Did she also? Maybe that was the one that did had the drunk driving charge. And she like killed I don't a know. Kid. I just remember the. God, what's, what's, her, what's her name? Uh, Kate, she also killed somebody in a car accident. <laughs> Hello. Did we lose connection? Can you guys see me? Oh, okay. So it's Uncle Bill. I thought it, I can't ever tell uh, who uh, who can see me or if it's Uncle Bill's signal or what, because my signal on my end is always good. So we'll get Uncle Bill back here in a second. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go through a couple of questions here real quick. Thoughts on Ghostbusters 2016? I know it's old news. Uh, to be honest with you, Joe Bob, I have never seen that movie. 
and I have little to no interest in ever seeing it, to be honest with you. Uh, Are you uh, back? Yeah, I thought it was me, but it was actually you. That old uh, Martin Internet you got there. Did you ever watch I've got uh, one of those routers? Oh, who knows? Did you ever watch uh, Ghostbusters 2016? We had a question there. I never have seen it. I've never had an interest in seeing it. I actually have seen it because Piper got into it like really, really heavy there for about two or three months. Uh, so I've watched bits and pieces of it like 10 different times. And it's pretty much like everything that you would think it would be. Yeah, there's just maybe a little, maybe a little worse. Just the comedy that they try to do in it. With me, I mean, in some of those movies like that, like, I've actually never seen the Thing remake. I've never had any interest in seeing it. Never had an interest in seeing the RoboCop remake. Um, and then, oh, I that's that even yeah, I mean, there's a few more. I was just giving you an example. If something looks like that bad, I don't want to watch it. I just don't want to waste my time with it. You, you can kind of tell to me, like something like um, the way that it looks. Just by looking at the way that the actual, you know, cinematography is done, if it's to be decent or kind of shitty, because like look at Pet Cemetery remake of Pet Cemetery or the remake of Child's Play, it just has a certain look to it where you're like, I know what this is going to be. It's going to be really shitty, kind of re-lined, maybe kind of retread of right. the movie. Suspiria Knight mentioned, though, and I forgot about this. Ned Campbell was actually in that skyscraper movie with The Rock a couple of years ago, which I never did see it, but I remember seeing the previews for it, and I was like, is that Ned Campbell in that movie? I wonder how she landed that. I don't know. I don't remember anything about that movie, though. I actually didn't even remember that movie existed. Well, I've never seen it. I just remember the preview for it. and The Rock makes like 15 movies a year, so you can't keep track of all that stuff. I So let's see if I've got any more news here. That was the two big ones I remember. Oh, yeah, here's another one that's kind of funny. They're going to make another Children of the Corn remake. <laughs> I'll bet somewhere right now, like, Slippy's head's going to blow off. So it says, a new film adaptation of Stephen King's iconic short story, Children of the Corn, is currently in production in Australia. <laughs> Yay. The film shoot ma is managing to uh, keep working throughout the coronavirus epidemic. Really? Uh, let's see. The Listen, they got <laughs> to bring his children to the corn remake for the third time. Yeah, they risk, risk everybody's life. Risk life and limb for children of the corn bulls. Um, the Hollywood Reporter reports that the film's Lucas Foster and director Kurt Wimmer have been continuing the work on the film on the outskirts of Sydney, even with lockdown measures imposed across Australia since Australia. Uh, a combination of outdoor locations, local cast and crew, and status as independent production have meant that it was not subject to studio-based furloughs and shutdowns. Uh, the shoot also worked closely with state film board. I don't know who cares, who cares about the rest of that, but yeah, okay. They and we've really, talked about really. They really want that to work. Okay. Yeah, like <laughs> was Children of the Corn ever a major hit? The original movie or any of the sequels? I don't think so. It's and one it's, of those movies that would, it kind of falls into the leprechaun category for me. Like, horror fans know about them. They know about the, the fact that they're only sequels, but nobody really enjoys those movies. Somebody has to enjoy it, or either like whoever is, is running the, the uh, studio enjoys them or something, because how many original Children of the Corn movies did they make? It was at least seven or eight, right?
I think it was seven or eight. And then they went from uh, Children of the Corn, the remake, and then they continued on with, I don't know if it was a sequel to the remake or just another sequel by itself. So, I think we've lost Uncle Bill again. His internet connection is not the best tonight. So, yeah, that's Children of the Corn, the second remake. Coming out from the great folks. It Uh-oh, I hear, I hear audio. Yeah, I had an idea. What's up? I just took the damn, plugged it in, like right same room with me. So we'll, we'll, roll we'll roll with it. I can't see you, but you know, I can hear you, so that's good. Uh-oh. What's up? Here it comes. How you doing? I'm good. Are you in the... Uncle Bill is in the shadows. There we go. Okay. <clears throat> it should be all right now. Because I'm sitting right beside the uh, booster thing. Okay. Still not seeing you, but I mean, I can hear you, so we'll roll with it. Hmm. All right, let's continue on here. Eric Perry, holy dripping zombie ball sacks, undead Batman. The dead pit has risen from the grave. Good to see you boys back. Well, it's it's good to be back in some form. I have 47 viewers on here right now, Uncle Bill. That's right, buddy. 48 now. Tonight. We're just growing. We're growing uh, minute by minute on here. Uh, let's see. You're back. Ah. Oh yeah. See, so look at how hot take you are. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> okay. The original. What's this one here? COTC did okay. Yeah, Children of the Corn. Okay. Probably did gangbusters on video and TV. Okay. Even if that was the case, Children of the Corn came out in 1984, man. People do love creepy kid movies. I will say that. Like, and that's one of the more popular creepy kid movies. I guess. <clears throat> the, let's see. Jared Parker. Love y'all. Uncle Bill, you cracked me up, brother. I tried, baby. Uh, let's see. Uh, Deep Red Master said, would be surprised if the last couple of sequels and remake made any money, probably just to hmm. hold the rights. Yeah, I know that that... What the um, fuck is going on? Yeah. I'm You're scared. Back. You're back. All right, let's see. I may have some more horror news here from gorezone.net. Let's see. Um, unfortunately, the coronavirus epidemic did uh, uh, affect the highly anticipated Boy 2 Brahms and it is no longer uh, didn't have its theatrical run which would have made millions upon millions of dollars but the film is now available on digital <laughs> and on demand and the Blu-ray and DVD is scheduled for uh, May the 19th and you, you ever seen the Boy I don't think I, I ever did. Saw it. I did. I saw it. It's not very good. Like the unveil at the end is like it's just it's it's very lame. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that the is that the one? Spoiler alert! But if this is the one I'm thinking of, where there's some little kid hiding in the fucking like whatever the walls of the house, running around and shit. 
Is that that one or well, that another it, one? It's not a little kid though. This is oh okay. okay. It's an adult that is pretending to be a little kid, and he the doll or whatever the boy shows up and he manipulates it and everything. It's stupid. Yeah, I saw it I back when it came that. out. If you ever want to watch something truly disturbing, then watch the Child's Play, mate, because I don't know if you've seen it or not, but what they did in that movie is so fucking weird that it actually almost works. Like, I was sitting there the whole time, like, seriously disturbed. I mean, not for the right reasons, really, but, like, it's you just have to see it. Yeah, I've yet to see it. I mean, I need to check it out. I kind of respect what I know about it. Like, for one, it's not Chucky, right? It's it's a buddy no. doll, which I mean, is hilarious because Chucky was originally based on my buddy, the, the doll from the 80s. Yeah. So I wonder how they got away with that. I don't even... There's any weird decisions in that movie from the cast to like what they decided to do with the doll to kind of what it does. Like you really just need to watch it. So um, another thing that I wanted to mention that we're, uh, me and Steve are doing a series of reviews and I've started watching the creep show series, which AMC is airing it on TV now, which is how I'm seeing it. Mm. And they had the first episode of, uh, I think there's a total of six episodes. And uh, I got to say, though, with the first one from Creep Show, the TV series, I was kind of impressed with it. I didn't think it was, I mean, it wasn't the best thing ever, but it was entertaining enough. Yeah. When it was on Shudder, I watched like, I think, two episodes of it. And uh, it's not bad. It's just, I don't know. I, I don't sit through anthologies like I used to and stuff, but it's, it's, they saw a lot of nods to the original couple of movies, too. The only bad thing is that the producers on it are the Dudelson clan. Yeah, that is bad, but so, still. Like, it's got enough action. Producer, they just own the rights, and they just allow them to put their names on the beginning credits of it, I'm sure. Yeah. But, yeah, there's a lot of nods to, uh, for, well, in the first, the, the first uh, episode, uh, you saw the crate, you saw Old Chief Woodenhead, you saw the... Uh, Hitchhiker's, uh, you know, raincoat. So, you know, I like, I mean, so far, so good. We'll be doing uh, episode two coming up this weekend at some point. Uh, so that'll be fun. And uh, let's see. Let's go through some more. Uh, Jason Roberts, rumor has it that Shout Factory is working on the new Friday the 13th box set. Michael Felcher, of course, uh, knows the details, but he will not divulge any of this information, baby. Here's what I'm going to tell you. that I 100% know that that's what's going on, but he won't say that's what's going on. But I know, like, what the way he does the things that he does. And somebody asked him that question because he would be one of the people working on it. And he was all, like, completely avoided question and just the way that he went about doing it. Like, I know they're working on that. I don't know when it'll be out, especially not now with everything going on, but that is definitely something that's been worked on right now. Uh, I got another thing on here. This is like a cheap plug opportunity, so I'm going to go for it. Uh, Sam Crow, he said, is your guy's YouTube video review of Rob Zombie's Halloween remake Forever Lost? <laughs> I used to love watching that. Well, if you want to revisit those memories, Sam Crow, you can go check out the Dead Pit website at deadpit.com. We still have copies of Dead Pit on the Road Season 1 that features the uncut Rob Zombie's Halloween review, and it's the only way you can see it, baby. Yeah, I was looking for the Pet Cemetery thing that we did, and that's been deleted too, apparently. Well... A little birdie told me that that has been found as well, baby, and we may release that at some point <laughs> in the near future because Denise Crosby said so. Yeah, that's like one of the best things ever. I did find I that. I still think about it. Yeah. Uh, Jared Parker, 
I like to see Rob Zombie do another Halloween movie. Well, I think you're the only one, Jared. So I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. If you if you've watched the last two Rob Zombie movies, you don't want to see him make anything. I guarantee it. Uh, Dave Redmasker, did you guys see The Invisible Man or have any interest in it? Uh, I really don't have any interest in it, but I hear good things about it, so I may check it out at some point. When it goes lower than 20 bucks to rent, uh, I probably will. Yeah. I, I mean, for some reason, like, I just can't. Like, even if I had money to burn like that, I wouldn't spend it on something like that. I just wouldn't do it. I'd rather spend uh, uh, twenty dollars on the uh, twenty dollar fill up at KFC. Get more out of that. Yeah, twenty dollars is way too much to ask more to rent a movie, especially like these direct to from theater movies that they're putting on, where you can rent it for like twenty bucks. I'm like, no, I ain't never gonna happen. Joe Stradamus, seventy five. You guys should get Felcher back on the show for an interview on upcoming titles. Well, Felcher's always welcome. He can come on anytime and bullshit with us. But we're going to grill the shit out of him about that Friday the 13th 4K box set that Screen Factory's working on. We know it's happening. I mean, he, he does talk about like all of the stuff that he's, that he's doing. The problem is right now is everything that he was doing is a hold. Like he can't, he doesn't know when anything's coming out that he's working on. He doesn't, have, I mean, that's just kind of the nature of the way things are right now. Nobody knows. Yeah, I think the whole world is kind of on hold right now, you know. Yeah. You know what's bad though? I was talking to Sarah about this earlier is we had bought tickets to the Railbird Festival in uh, Lexington at Kingland or whatever for this summer. Yeah. So, okay. I, I'm thinking there's 40 or 50,000 people that was there last year. I, I don't know how many, but there's a lot. It's like a weekend-long festival, right? So those son of a bitches have the gall to say that that show is still going to go on in August. <laughs> Instead of just going ahead and refunding yeah. everybody, because we know that show's not going to go on. It is. It's, there's going to be 40,000 people there. They're all going to die. <laughs> So, yeah. Well, I actually bought like more concert tickets for this time period for the kids and everything than I'd ever bought before. And they ended up everyone getting canceled. Like, the, I don't even want to get into what they were because that's just depressing <laughs> kind of inventory on my life. But still. I know. I've been to a Sean Mendez concert before. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh, let's see. Uh, Jared Parker, are you guys excited for the new Candyman? I actually watched the trailer for that and thought that it was pretty well put together. I don't know. That's another thing, too, though. Um, I don't know how we'll see it. Like, something just tells me, man, that, like, theaters are pretty much not going to exist very, very soon. And the majority of this stuff that we'll see will probably be like the way that it's done right now. Yeah, I mean, because um, really the studios are shooting themselves in the foot by doing the the voodoo stuff. You can watch the movies the same time that's in theaters or whatever, because once you get started doing that, it's kind of hard to quit. And I mean, can you can you imagine, though, the hassle of trying to do a theater the way they would have to do it now where everything has to be like quarantined off and you can go certain places and you, everybody would have to sit apart and then what the fuck do you do like let's say that you're sitting six feet apart from somebody i mean they're never gonna get up nobody's gonna have to take a piss nobody's gonna have to like go buy food or whatever how is any of that gonna work who knows all in the shadow Oh, let's see here. This would be a good one for you, Uncle Bill, because you like these type of movies. Can you guys recommend a psychological top atmospheric horror film, not a slasher, that I can get retardedly stoned to? 
something along the lines of <laughs> less scare Jessica to death or the innocents. Well, that depends, Kelly, right? When you say that you want to get stoned to it, do you want to get stoned and like paranoid and terrified? Or do you want to get stoned and like get caught up in some sort of like esoteric Willy Wonka style, you know, fantasy? Because that's an important part of that question. If you want to get terrified, then Session 9 is the <laughs> atmospheric film that you need to watch. But for something that's a little bit more lighthearted, psychological thriller kind of thing, let's see, if we go into the 80s, uh, <laughs> uh, there's one, to be honest with you, like, um, I keep thinking of the movies that make you. Like when you watch them, you'd be like, damn, this would be like a masterpiece if I was stoned. Um, do you remember that movie, uh, Yellow Brick Road, that we reviewed back in the day? I knew you were going to say it even before yeah. you said it. Yeah. 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 That's like, I always, yeah. I always enjoyed that movie just because it's so damn like atmospheric and bizarre. And I can't even put my finger on exactly why it is, but it's just so. I want to watch it again because. No, that's one movie that nobody talks about at all. Um, no, and it's just so. But it weird is like and yeah. The whole premise of that movie is kind of unique too. Like not to give anything away, but like the main kind of driving force in it and everything. But you're right; it's one of those movies where you're just kind of like you don't even really have to be on drugs to think that that movie is insane. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I've never checked out Tubi. I think somebody else asked us about Tubi. Yeah, I haven't either. Tubi. Jack Johnson. CK, I don't know if uh, people have been bothering you about this, but your weight loss video helped me lose 60 pounds. I was wondering if you're still eating low carb. No, actually, uh, I probably need to get back at eating low carb. I've gained some weight back. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate you saying that. And uh, the low carb thing works, man. I mean, if you do it, if you stay strict at doing it, um, it kind of shocks your shocks the system. Okay. I, yeah, I, I can't do the low carb because my wife uh, won't quit buying sweets. I'm blaming her. I like that Toblerone, that Toblerone ice cream, baby. What's that shit called? Toblerone. Have you ever tried Telemook ice cream at Food City? No, but I've heard of Telemundo. Well, Telemundo used to show uh, uh, the AAA wrestling. Uh-oh. She said, you need to get a haircut, buddy. You're starting to look like a hobo. Oh, shit. Who's going to cut it? <laughs> Bro, I cut it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, that Suspiria Knight, uh, he says he lost 64 pounds but gained back 30. I've gained I mean, over the last, last year probably uh, – 20 25 pounds and uh yeah i need to i need to do the low carb again at least do it for a couple months everybody's got weight though man you can't fucking do anything they're dead get That's out true. that is true you were self-quarantined and the thing is i still go walking but if they want us to wear that mask when we go walking i'm gonna fucking die i ain't gonna be able to do that shit there's no way you could do that. Like, there's absolutely no way. <laughs> What's funny? We went to uh, we went to Sam's Club this past weekend, and uh, Sarah literally almost puked in her mask because she got it was so hot and she couldn't hardly breathe. <laughs> she almost puked in her mask. That'd been bad. There was a story of a woman that was supposedly driving and passed out because she had a mask on and then wrecked her car. I did see that. <sighs> you got to be careful, boys. That's true. 
So let's see here. We'll be around for about another 10 minutes or so. Ah. Ah. My um, phone is actually on 1%, so I'll be around for about two minutes. Oh, you're on your phone? Yeah. Shit. You're doing that on your phone? I'm on a computer. All right. So one last thing, one last purchase, and I don't know if you know this is out there, and I wanted to show it off, is the Wizard Shout Factor came out with this. Oh, Look at that cover, man. That was on sale, and I got it this past week. I got great memories of uh, the. I actually saw that movie in the theater when it came out. That is an amazing cover. I got to give them credit for that. Yeah. Whoever designed it. Yeah. So, an amazing movie, uh, too, really. Yeah, it is. It's just a Nintendo commercial, but I mean, it's from the 80s and at that era, you know, totally worth $17. So um, it's like Mac and Me, except it's good. Like Mac and Me was a promotional thing for McDonald's. Did they ever release Mac and Me on Blu ray? That'd be awesome. I don't know if they have or not, man. I've got to imagine that they at least tried because that's such a cult classic now. Jack Johnson said that little kid in the Wizards is so annoying. He kind of are you talking about the one that's mentally challenged? He kind of is. Yeah, he's not the greatest. But he's I playing like the same character. Yeah, he keeps saying California. I remember that. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, one thing in that too, like they sold probably four million power gloves out of that out of that movie. Did you ever watch the documentary about the Power Glove on Amazon? That's something else people check out too. That, that was, was actually pretty good. They talked about. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh shit. They talk about like how it was developed, why it was developed, why it fucked up so much, like what it was that caused it to actually like not work, and how that all happened. And yeah, it's really good. I have to actually check that out. I love watching shit like that. Here's one blast from the past, and then we'll get out of here. Is James Wan still your favorite pocket size Asian filmmaker? He's mine. Mm, yeah, he is. <laughs> He's actually come a long way. I mean, I'm kind of like proud of him in, in a way. I wonder what happened to him, though. What's the last movie he made? He made one of the Fast and Furious movies. And he made all the Insidious movies and uh, The Conjuring and all that stuff. Yeah, but I mean, like, what was the last film he did? Uh, let me look. James Wong. Somebody's asking about uh, the Madman LP on Mondo. No, I haven't got that yet, but that would be a good Christmas gift if somebody wants to buy it for me. Just say it. I don't have it yet. Hmm. James Wan, the last film he directed was fuck. Aquaman. I didn't know he directed that. <laughs> I didn't either. Yeah, he did that in 2008. Really? Yeah. And then he did The Conjuring 2 in 2016. Furious 7 in 2015. Yeah, so. <clears throat> I think my favorite movie still that he did was, uh, I think Uncle Bill's, I'm sorry. Uncle Bill's uh, phone died. That's why I'm doing this on a laptop, folks. So, um, yeah. Anyway, we were getting ready to cut. <laughs> we just have so much fun, baby. We, we can't help it. So check that website out. It's scrolling below deadpit.com. Hope you guys enjoyed this little show we're doing for you. More things to come on the website. And uh, we are doing the archive podcast versions of all these shows. I'm Hopefully this one will be up on Friday. And also, Steve and I are doing the Creep Show reviews. The first one is up on YouTube here. Check it out. 
Yeah, Uncle Bill hung up on me. But, you know, so is life. The B plan would be right here, but he's asleep. He goes to bed every night at like 8 o'clock. So we will. Yeah, B plan is going to be with me on the Creep Show review. That'll probably be up on Friday or Saturday. Uh, Creep Show episode 2. And you guys check all that out on the deadpit.com website. Also, leave us some. Um, we don't have any recent reviews on uh, iTunes. So if you can leave us some reviews on there, that would be awesome. Uh, we've got a few t-shirts left on the website. We've got commentaries. We've got DVDs, um, all that good stuff. And as promised, you know, I mentioned this back in March. We're going to be doing more stuff on here. So it's going to be a regular occurrence from here on out. You know, uh, we're going to try to keep it more uh, uh, on a semi-regular basis than we were before. And you guys, I think, have noticed that. So anyway, uh, we appreciate you guys joining us tonight. Uncle Bill's phone died. But uh, we will be back. If not next week, it'll be in the near future. We'll be doing something. And maybe we can get uh, the slippity dippity doo come on here and talk about some uh, some of the upcoming releases, um, which I don't think there's release dates for a lot of this stuff anymore, but uh, we will talk about all that with him. Hopefully we can get him on, and uh, I am going to be doing the review as well with Steve coming up this coming weekend too. So uh, check all that stuff out on the website, and appreciate all you guys for coming on tonight. We had a pretty good crowd. And I know we have some competition because there, there's a lot of stuff going on um, streaming-wise online. So appreciate all you guys checking us out. And we will see you next go-around on Dead Pit.com. See you guys.